Hello, welcome to Entrepreneurship at UBC's podcast, Evolution. I'm your host, MJ. Last week, we had a special episode with three guests centered around our Lab to Launch program. And today, we are talking about the core program, which is currently taking applications. First, we have Blair Simonite who has been with entrepreneurship at UBC since the start. Blair has taught entrepreneurship and innovation at the Sauter School of Business and is program director of entrepreneurship at UBC. He has over 30 years of hands-on operating experience in a variety of technology businesses from startups to multinationals and is an active advisor and board member for BC tech firms. He holds a Bachelor of Applied Science degree in Electrical Engineering from the University of British Columbia, a Master of Business Administration degree from Simon Fraser University, and is a registered professional engineer. Blair, thanks for joining us today. Could you give us an overview of what the core program is? When I came out to UBC originally, uh, I learned that there are many entrepreneurial people, uh, and they come from various areas or segments of the university. So there is faculty and researchers, there is students, there is staff, and there is um, alumni. With core companies, we're spending most of our time figuring out, helping them to figure out what's the problem they're going to solve, what's the issue that a set of customers have, who are those customers, Um, how do you build a business model and a revenue generating model that actually makes it sustainable. Oh, and by the way, does anyone actually care? You have a great idea, but uh, do you find that there's a large enough group of customers that care in the first place? So that's the distinction with core. Uh, And I'd say uh, uh, we do more companies coming through core than we do um, of any other type. So for most people, if they're not sure what they're working on, they'll probably come through core. Who should apply to the core program? The key to this is that somebody does have to be UBC faculty or UBC student or UBC staff or an alumni up to five years. We're looking for people that actually have an idea for a solution, people that actually have some understanding of a problem of some sort in the world that they would like to solve. And a problem is a very widely uh, defined thing. So it could be that uh, somebody is working on a, a financial technology thing where they have experienced working with banks in a certain way and they think that's terrible and they think that there is a software way of doing this online that would improve uh, the lives of everyone who deals with banks. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'm far more interested in how compelling a problem is and how many people have it than what the solution looks like and that's largely because smart people can almost always figure out a solution. But the, the bigger challenge is when you walk in with a solution and now we have to go find out if anybody cares, is there actually a problem? An entrepreneur might come in and get started very rapidly. We're looking for a, a team of people that is committed to doing this. And a team can be two. But in much of what we do, there's a, an enormous amount of brainstorming and actual work going out and talking to real humans, potential customers. And uh, it's really hard to brainstorm by yourself, and it's really hard to get all the work done if you're just a single person, which is why most startups have uh, far more than a single person uh, running them. So we're looking for people who are committed, and we're looking for um, a team that is willing to put the work in. Awesome. Could you tell us more about what is it that the ventures that go through this program get from it? I, I think the, the first thing that ventures get is it's the opportunity to build a venture 
without making the mistakes that most ventures do. So my favorite statistics comes from research from CB Insights. And that, that is that uh, this is supported by actual data. 42% of venture failures are because there was no market need. No market need. 42%. So out of every 100 ventures that get started, 42 of them fail because there was no market for what it was they were building. Now, can you imagine putting a bunch of time, maybe money, maybe you borrowed money from your parents, your friends, your family, uh, and you get partway along and find out nobody cared. So in this program, I know, I know, it's a huge, it's a horrible thing. So in this program, you get the opportunity to build your venture and avoid that. We would like you to come out as not one of those 42%. We would like you to be one of the 58% that at the very least found a market need. Uh, and there's an enormous amount of discipline in what we do that goes into finding that. Uh, I think the, the second thing is that uh, this, this thing is pretty well tested um, by this point. I mentioned earlier six or seven years have gone into this. Uh, another thing that people get will be, uh, uh, again, a thing that I learned the hard way in, in my own world before UBC, and that's um, accessing a mentor network. So it's hard work and difficult to, uh, to track down people to mentor. Well, we have a mentor network of over 200 people, and these are experienced, really deeply experienced uh, uh, CEOs, ex-entrepreneurs, uh, many are current uh, entrepreneurs, and they volunteer their time to help uh, ventures get started. It is absolutely amazing. In fact, uh, if there's no other reason to come and uh, and do some stuff via e at UBC, it's because of the net mentor network. It's just fantastic. Thank you, Blair. Now we have TJ Rack joining us. TJ is a born entrepreneur who happened to enjoy the process, challenge, and rewards of photography. Post-undergrad travels him to Asia, where he founded a photography production studio with the intention to finish up his degree and learn Mandarin. He is co-founder of Skylab, the next generation of photography tools. TJ, could you tell us about Skylab and your journey as an entrepreneur? How did you get started? Okay, I guess the, the story behind everything, MJ, was I... You know, I was at UBC, and there's that, that path that you follow. You go through, you get your education, and then you go and take a job somewhere. And, and that was it. And I just, I couldn't follow that path. That wasn't for me. And I, I looked at both paths. And it was either go kind of work for that big company or go do something on my own. And I left. I went out to Asia. And we started doing image editing, right? Like, you know, like you said, like Lightroom stuff, changing colors, removing, uh, like, pimples, you name it. And over the years, we've just been doing so many of these that we have now this, this data set, this, this huge amount of before and after images. And then just recently, machine learning has come in, you know, into the forefront, and you're able to, to build a model that can recognize the differences and automatically apply this. So that's a six-minute process that you, know, you, you used to take a human to do this, but now it's happening instantaneously at human quality in 1.2 seconds or less. So... Now we're taking that concept and building an entire business around it through the core program at UBC. What are some of the things that you learned and some of the skills that you acquired by going through the program? It's, um, it's, it's, everything's unfolding in front of us daily, but when you can take control of some of the aspects of your business, uh, especially how you are approaching your clients, that takes a lot of guesswork out of everything, and then we can just focus on building the business. Uh, second to that, we've been given access to mentors that have been amazing. Like, we've been able to make mistakes in front of them, we've confided in them, and they've really been guiding us through the last couple of months. 
Where do you think Skylab would be now if you hadn't gone through the core program? Yeah, I don't think we'd have such a solid foundation to scale, actually. I mean, I think we'd be making guesses, and they'd be good ones, but they'd be anecdotal. They wouldn't really have a lot of concrete evidence behind them. Uh, and I don't think we'd be moving at the pace that we are now because we've made just so many calls through phase one and two that now we've got to actually continue that momentum. That's great to hear. So my last question for you is, how did you apply everything that you learned through the core program into your company and the real world? One of the big things that we talk, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start with that. So the main things we acquired was, you know, there's, there's no better time in this environment to be reevaluating our business models. We, we can adapt now to a changing environment make a play, wedge ourselves in there while people are really looking for solutions. And one of the things that we really learned was you can come in with a project or an idea and it's not about having a perfect idea, it's just about making it less wrong along the path. And I think that's a mindset change that we've had and we've really applied that to our way of thinking, our way of building and our way of working together. Thank you, TJ. It's awesome to hear more about your experience as a founder. Next up, we'll get a mentor's perspective. Today we have Kyle Charrington joining us. Kyle has been a longtime mentor with the CORE program. He has extensive international experience working for global companies including Four Seasons, Hotels and Resorts, the Walt Disney Company and United Airlines. He has also been involved in startup companies including Rakuten Link Share, Arista Networks and Martini Burger. His career and curiosity led him to live and work in Canada, California, Japan, and throughout the Asia-Pacific region. Kyle, so nice to have you here. What's it like to be a mentor for the CORE program? And there's a great deal of accomplishment, a sense of accomplishment that comes from working as a mentor in the program. Uh, seeing the teams learn, seeing the teams grow, seeing them pivot from time to time. Um, because we understand what it's like to go through that journey. I think it's also important to understand that the mentors are part of the journey with the teams. They are not the driver, they are the navigator. The teams at all times remain in, in the driver's seat. Um, we're providing ideas, suggestions, our own experiences. We use a lot of customer discovery and market fit tools and resources to help the teams understand the question, which is, is, does anybody care about my idea and my vision? Are they willing to pay for it? How big is the problem? What do you as a mentor look for in the ventures that are coming through the program? There are what I call the three C's for teams that should be in the program. The first one is coachability. We're looking for teams that will respect the process, teams that are open to learning. The second one is curiosity, but you need to be curious. The program is not about teaching you to go out how to sell your product from the start. It's about being curious about your customers and being curious about the market. Uh, during phase two, we ask the teams to do 15 to 20 interviews a week, which is not easy, but you have to have that curious mind to be able to go out and sit down with people, getting the customers to give open feedback, learning in the process along the way. It's very, very valuable. You have to be curious if you're gonna learn how to solve a problem. And then finally, courage. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. If it was easy, more people would do it. What do ventures get out of the mentorship that's provided by the program? Certainly the, the teams and the ventures are getting 
years and years of experience from uh, seasoned, experienced, bruised, battered, um, and, and very successful uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs. Um, I've, I'm always amazed at the teams that I meet, their experience, their intelligence, their training, their insights, their view of the world around them. And yet the one thing that they tend to lack is what I call street smarts. And that only comes with years of experience. And it, for, a, for a mentor, it comes naturally. We've just been through it. We, we, we see a problem, we almost instinctively know how to react. Um, mentors really strive to bring to the, the journey the mindset of what an investor is and what, how they think. And that's ultimately what you need to get to, is you need to be able to build a story about your vision, about your product, and about your service that is going to get investors, customers, and potential uh, team members involved and, and really buying into what you want to achieve. I'm also amazed at the, the scope and the size of the network that is available. I get questions all the time about, we need to do financing, or we're looking for a lawyer, or we're trying to set up structure on how we're gonna do shares for the founding. And, founding members. It's all available right around you. Um, if it's not the mentor you're working with, there are going to be 15 or so mentors also available. All you have to do is put up your hand um, and ask. I believe the person that you are looking for is only separated from you by one contact. And the mentors bring a wealth of, 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 a net, of networks um, to these teams. Thank you so much for your time. That's all that we had today for this episode. Remember that applications for the core program are open. If you want to find out more or apply, please go to our website, entrepreneurship.ubc.ca. Thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next time. In the meantime, stay safe and stay healthy.